Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Brian Ellison. Today is Monday, February 20th. Coming up, anti-abortion lawmakers in Kansas want to give millions of taxpayer dollars to outfits called crisis pregnancy centers, organizations that try to discourage women from getting abortions. Convince is a strong word. Um, We just, we have them really reflect what is making you choose abortion over parenting or adoption. Today, we'll visit one of those controversial centers in our Kansas City in southern Kansas and hear why critics say giving them more money could be dangerous. But first, our weekly look at headlines in government and politics news on both sides of the state line. Kansas foster parents and children could soon have stronger legal protections to help them navigate the system. As Blaze Mesa of the Kansas News Service reports, lawmakers are considering what they're calling a Bill of Rights to protect foster kids and parents. The law would add 40 total rights. That would ensure family visits for kids and proper training for parents. Most of the rights already exist somewhere else in foster care policy, but lawmakers say this would strengthen those protections. Christy Cundiff is the CEO of a foster parent advocacy group in Indiana. That state already has a Bill of Rights for parents, and she says it has made a difference. Foster parents felt like they weren't being heard, so and that has definitely changed because of the foster parent bill of rights because it actually states a certain rule to be followed. Supporters of the bill say foster care is complex and creating a law that centralizes people's rights will simplify the system. Some Kansas professors say a statehouse request for data about diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts at public universities could undermine teaching. Lawmakers recently asked the institutions to document resources spent on programs and initiatives related to diversity, including the teaching of critical race theory. Lawmakers have not said how they will use the data, but some conservatives have been critical of diversity education. Professors say pulling resources from lessons would do students a disservice. Greg Paul is a Kansas State University professor and the director of the School of Media and Communications. Because we know that employers are really looking for the skill sets that are associated with DEI, like empathy, the ability to listen and to work well with other people. He said the data request could also have a chilling effect on faculty recruitment. A Missouri House committee has advanced a bill that prohibits providing gender-affirming health care, like hormones, puberty blockers, and surgeries, to Missourians under the age of 18. Before it sent the bill to the House floor, the General Laws Committee extended the proposed ban on such care to adult inmates and state prisons, even though the bill's called the Child and Adolescent Protection Act. Democratic Representative Peter Meredith of St. Louis told his colleagues on the committee they should listen to parents who testified about their children's need for gender-affirming care. Do you want to be the ones today to vote to say you know better than those parents, you know better than those kids and their doctors, that government should be the ones telling them what's best for their kids? The GOP-led committee did vote 8-5 to to send the bill to the House floor. One Republican joined all four Democrats in voting no. The Missouri House is also likely to pass a bill this week managing employment rules in the Kansas City Police Department. The bill eliminates the age limit for a person to become chief of police. It also removes salary ceilings for officers. The bill is sponsored by Kansas City Democratic Representative Mark Sharp and has bipartisan support. Republican Chris Brown brought the bill to the floor last week. 
The Kansas City Police Department is just bleeding officers. They're hemorrhaging officers. So the hope is with a better, in my opinion, I would like to see the best salary schedule in the Kansas City metro area. Hopefully we can use that to help with recruitment. A final House vote is expected tomorrow before the bill heads over to the Senate. We'll be right back. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. The Kansas Constitution prevents the legislature from banning abortion, and Kansans affirmed that provision in a statewide vote last year. Now, some legislators have a different idea. They want to funnel more taxpayer money into anti-abortion counseling agencies known as crisis pregnancy centers. Rose Conlon of the Kansas News Service traveled to one of these centers in the southern part of the state. If you think you might be pregnant and you can't afford to buy a pregnancy test, Family Life Services in Arkansas City will give you one for free. But first, you'll have to answer a few questions. The question that we ask prior to doing the pregnancy test is, if this is positive today, what would be your decision? Are you thinking of abortion? Marlena Mills is the executive director of the Crisis Pregnancy Center, where one of the main goals is preventing abortions. If staff suspects a woman is what they call abortion-minded, they'll offer an ultrasound, hoping it might sway her decision. Once, Mills cold-called a woman whose friend alerted the center she wanted to end her pregnancy. I said, I understand that you're pregnant and that you are considering abortion and you have friends who love you that would like for you to talk to us, would you like to make an appointment? It did not change her mind, but we were there for her. The Christian nonprofit couples anti-abortion counseling with adoption services, parenting classes, and free baby supplies. We usually have extra formula that we provide to the to the clients and to the community. Mill says she doesn't think of it as convincing those with unplanned pregnancies against choosing abortion, but making it possible for them to choose alternatives. I would say mo- the majority of people, women who have abortions do it out of fear or just because at that moment they don't see any other options. Crisis pregnancy centers are a key pillar of the anti-abortion movement. And in Kansas, they outnumber abortion clinics more than six to one. To supporters, they're a compassionate answer to unintended pregnancy. But critics call them fake clinics that mislead people at their most vulnerable, and sometimes intentionally lure women seeking abortions. Public health experts like Andrea Schwarzendruber at the University of Georgia say some spread misinformation and offer dubious medical services like so-called abortion pill reversal. They are basically unregulated. And while they often advertise themselves as medical facilities, 
most of the people who staff crisis pregnancy centers are not clinically trained or licensed. That isn't always the case. Mills is a registered nurse, and Family Life Services ultrasounds are done by a volunteer sonogram technician. But the center isn't a licensed healthcare provider or overseen in any way by Kansas regulators. In fact, none of the state's dozens of crisis pregnancy centers are. A few years ago, Kelsey Morris found herself at another of those centers, Choices Medical Clinic in Wichita, after a positive home pregnancy test. She was newly married and between jobs, and money was tight. But she wasn't thinking of abortion. Not where we thought we'd be when we started a family, but we weren't not excited about it either. When she called to see if they would confirm her pregnancy with a blood test, she says staff told her to come in. But when she got there, they said they only did urine tests. And she says workers cornered her in the hallway while her husband was in another room and started asking invasive questions about her marriage and whether she was considering abortion. The entire experience was very surreal and condescending. They didn't want to believe that I wanted this baby because their entire pitch was, you're safe, you don't need an abortion. A couple weeks later, she went back for a free ultrasound, thinking she could deal with a few more questions. It would be her last visit. Either later that day or the next day, I got a text message from an unknown number. We're praying that you make the right decision. I was like, who is this? And it's like, it's so-and-so from Choices Medical Center. It's like, no, 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 no. Where did you get my number? From your file. So you use my personal file to try and sway my medical choices? Talk to women who've been to these centers, and you'll hear stories like this over and over. Because they're not licensed healthcare providers, they don't have to keep anyone's information private. Many claim to follow HIPAA guidelines, but nobody is enforcing it. Carrie Baker at Smith College says that's especially worrying as more states outlaw abortions and more women travel to Kansas to get them. The concern is that, like, if somebody goes to a CPC and gets an ultrasound and they say you're five weeks pregnant and then later that person turns up not pregnant anymore, that they could use that information to criminally prosecute them. Kansas is one of at least 17 states that already gives crisis pregnancy centers some taxpayer money. Family Life Services gets about $29,000 a year through a small state grant program. But now, Kansas lawmakers are considering funneling millions of dollars a year into the loose network of centers scattered across the state. Center operators say that would help them advertise more, expand their hours, and offer more services. But abortion rights groups say it would further embolden organizations they say are motivated by extremism. At the annual March for Life in Topeka, the medical director of the center Morris went to, Dr. Scott Stringfield, stood on the steps of the state house and told protesters to, quote, choose principle over pragmatism. Like, he said, the terrorists behind the 9-11 attacks. It's kind of interesting. We, we're at the 21st anniversary of, of 9-11. And an unobserved aspect of what went on there is that the terrorists, the men who were willing to pay the price of their lives to do such a heinous act, when they flew those planes into the Twin Towers and into the Pentagon, you have to look at one thing. They were principled. They were willing to die for what they believed in. Stringfield later said in an email he wasn't trying to promote violence. But critics say it reflects a win-at-all-costs mentality behind crisis pregnancy centers, and that lawmakers considering giving them more money should take note. Back in Arkansas City, Mill says she's saddened by stories of women like Kelsey, who feel they've been misled or worse. 
Despite occasional bad actors, she thinks most centers try to live up to their faith-based mission. For me, it's about integrity as a Christian agency. If you're lying to preserve life, then you're, it's still not, not a good thing. It's part of a bigger national debate about how to support those who carry unintended pregnancies to term in a country where abortion is becoming increasingly hard to get, even in states like Kansas, where it remains legal. For the Kansas News Service, I'm Rose Conlin in Arkansas City. The Kansas News Service reports on health, the many factors that influence it, and their connection to public policy. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Brian Ellison. This podcast is produced by Paris Norvell and KCR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Rose Conlon's story on crisis pregnancy centers, or for the latest Missouri and Kansas government and politics news all week long, check out Kansas City's NPR station at kcur.org. Thanks for listening.